guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So I'm going to take you into Isaiah 41 today. Again, a phenomenal chapter, um, especially when you keep this overarching theme, like we talked about yesterday, that the purpose of these chapters is to comfort the weary through all of this stuff. They're helping out Judah and they're helping out people in our day as well. So you go to Isaiah 41 and again, I'm like, where should I start? You start in verse number eight. But thou, Israel, art my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, and the seed of Abraham, my friend. Now, first of all, how would you love to be able to refer to as chosen, servant, and friend? Here's here's Jehovah, the one who created the universes without number under the direction of his father. And he's like, hey, you, guess what? You're chosen, you're my servant, and you're my friend. And and being a servant, that's like when John the Baptist showed up to Joseph Smith and Oliver Cowdery and were like, my fellow servants, hey, guys, we're working together on this to be able to have Jehovah say, I've chosen you, you're my servant, and you're, you're from my friend Abraham. I love this. So you're feeling good about yourself at this point, which you should. Verse 10, fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. You're probably like, wait, I've heard that before. You've got our hymn number 85, How Firm a Foundation. It's that verse number three, fear not, I am with thee. I'm going to strengthen thee, and I'm going to uphold thee by my righteous hand. That's so good. I love this. Okay, this keeps getting better. Verse 11, all they that were incensed against thee shall be ashamed and confounded. They shall be as nothing. They that strive with thee shall perish. Like all those guys who are fighting against you, yeah, they're nothing. Verse 12 has the same concept. Thou shalt seek them and can't find them. Even them that contend with thee, they that war against thee shall be as nothing, as a thing of naught. Verse 13, for I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand. That That's so cool. Saying unto thee, fear not, I will help thee. At this point, you're probably like, I'm feeling so good. It's like, here, God is going to help me. I'm chosen. I'm descendant of his friend Abraham. And he, I'm his servant, man. I can do all this. Then you get to verse number 14, which is, I love this verse. I really do. But on the surface, it seems kind of like a kind of a weird compliment. Fear not, thou worm, Jacob. <laughs> I'd be kind of like, okay, it seems like kind of an odd compliment, like thou worm Jacob and ye men of Israel. Again, I will help thee, saith the Lord, thy Redeemer. Um, Boy, the whole concept of Redeemer is mentioned all through these chapters. That's a lesson for another time, Uh, the Holy One of Israel. So let me back out for a second. How would you feel if someone was saying, you're so awesome, you worm It seems like a little bit of a weird thing to be called after all of that. So I want to focus on that for a second. First of all, right on the surface, you click on the footnote and it says meek and humble. Of course, that is an awesome compliment. So for the rest of us worms that are reading this, you go to the contemporary English version of the scriptures. People of Israel, don't worry, though others may say Israel is only a worm. I am the holy God of Israel who saves and protects you. So again, I I think when it comes right down to it, yeah, when it comes to God, yeah, we're this worm that can be totally crushed by anybody. And he's trying to tell us in these verses, look, I'm going to help you out. I will help you out through this. And honestly, without his help, we are worms and we're going to get crushed. And I don't believe this is Jehovah being condescending as he says this. 
I think it's a compliment. Now, I was reading a Christian blog about this. I thought this was super interesting. It says that the worm in question, when it says this, uh, when it's translated out, uh, is usually identified as the Caucus illicis, okay, for you worm experts out there. Uh, it's an insect that was used in ancient times to make a scarlet dye, so that's a deep red color. When a female scarlet worm is ready to have young, it permanently attaches itself to the trunk of a tree and lays its eggs. The insect then dies and in death turns crimson, staining the surrounding wood scarlet as well. The dead bodies of those insects were then collected and the scarlet fluid extracted. The resulting brilliant dye was prized for coloring fabric and thread. In fact, you get into the book of Exodus and it's interesting when you've got the veil that goes into the Holy of Holies, it is dyed a very scarlet red color. It even uses that word crimson or scarlet, which is another way in Isaiah chapter one where our sins were described as scarlet and crimson as well. They can be this deep of a red, but through the Holy One of Israel, through Jesus Christ, they can be white as snow. So it's that deep red color. Uh, scarlet is very much symbolic of sacrifice. It was also used to color the garments of the priests back in Exodus as well. Now, I thought this was interesting as well in this same Christian blog. Significantly, the word tola, which is found, that's what the word uh, worm is used in here, Hebrew, is also found in Psalm 22, 6. You remember we talked about that one a few weeks ago in the Psalms. It's a very well-known Christian psalm. It's a messianic psalm. Here the Messiah says, but I am a worm and not a man, scorned by everyone, despised by the people. And he goes on to describe his pierced hands and feet, the mockery of the onlookers, and the gambling over his clothing. Like the little crimson worm, the Messiah was deemed frail, lowly, and insignificant. He made himself nothing, as it says in Philippians 2. Like the crimson worm, and I love this, Jesus hung from a tree, stained the wood crimson, and died giving life to others. So backing out of this for a second, and again, there's some symbolism there, and there's some cool things here, but when the Lord says, you're a worm, I think that's one of the greatest compliments out there. Meek and humble, just like the Savior, remembering all of the goodness of him through all of this, that he is going to help us and we don't need to fear. He will be with us and he's going to strengthen us. He's going to hold us by the hand and lead us and guide us through that right there. As we are meek and humble, just like him, we'll be able to receive those answers. I love that and I know it's true. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.